Good evening, everybody. This is Stan Wangland. It's December 27th, 2018, and we're at talking about mind, body, and spirit. I haven't been doing any podcasts the past few days because it's been uh, it's been the holiday time, and for me, it's been Christmas time, and uh, a lot of fun, a lot of things going on. Uh, you know, preparing for the new year, preparing for Christmas. So I hope all of you, whatever holiday that you may have celebrated, if any at all, uh, you had a wonderful time and uh, you were able to uh, maybe pick up a few tips from the podcast. I know uh, several people left me some messages and said, uh, gee, there there's were some good news in there on setting boundaries with people. We had quite the, the, the um, to-do <laughs> on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or I was apprehensive about something or I was feeling blue on Christmas. Uh, whatever uh, that's all perfectly normal that's that's uh, you know I like to joke about it but it's the uh, you know the holiday seasons can be uh, as I call them the high holy days of psychopathology if something's bugging us or somebody has an opportunity to be wacky wow the holidays are the time aren't they you get everybody there you have a chance to you know do maximum damage to yourself and everybody else <laughs> That's kind of a negative picture, but not really. It's just the human condition, and that's what we like to talk about, or I like to talk about on mind, body, and spirit, you know, human beings. Their good points, their bad points, their mind, their body, the spiritual side, all those kinds of good things. So uh, I will finish that uh, series on uh, depression, uh, but not tonight. Tonight, I thought, uh, you know, since New Year's are coming, and what do people do on New Year's? They make New Year's resolutions. Uh, it's as good a time as any, but people, you know, kind of get ritualized in those things to setting goals for the new year, and that, that's a clever time to give up, uh, you know, old habits that you don't want and to pick up some new ones uh, that you do want. And it's as good a time as any, and uh, it gets a lot of energy around it. So... Uh, I thought tonight uh, and today uh, something that's near and dear to my heart uh, and something I've been doing lately after working a very long lifetime in human services, but uh, I've been volunteering. Now at other times in my life I volunteered for, you know, for teaching Sunday school or doing something, you know, coaching and all those kinds of things. but. Uh, now that I'm retired, uh, for the most part, uh, uh, you know, from my, my full-time have-to-be-their job, uh, I have more time, and um, I very carefully have looked around, and uh, for me, I'm actually volunteering uh, in a hospital setting, but not as a psychologist, and I mentioned this before, I'm, I'm actually volunteering in the pastoral services, kind of like the chaplaincy, not kind of, that's what it is. Uh, you know, I'm not going out there evangelizing to people or... Uh, administering last rites to anybody, but it's uh, doing visitation. It has a spiritual religious element to it for some people, if they want that. Uh, and believe it or not, some people actually ask for that. And then other people, they don't want any of that at all. They just want another human being who has kind of a, um, a nice, uh, friendly side to them, uh, an active listener, as it were, and, uh, you know, can, can not sit and give them a whole bunch of advice but to sit and uh, kind of meet their their mental and physical and spiritual needs where they're at at that particular time in a hospital setting. You know, there's some pretty serious things that are happening. And I know one of the things that has happened is, of course, uh, when somebody does want to speak to you, 
uh, and some people don't want to speak to you and that's certainly something to get into uh, in volunteering uh, they're very appreciative and thank you very much for coming and spending your time and uh, I think people think I'm kidding sometimes but I let them know that I'm not and let them know that I appreciate their thanks but the person who's really getting something out of the volunteering uh, you know their services is me I get a, a tremendous you know there's a tremendous reward for me as a human being out of that I, I learn quite a bit it validates quite a bit and the people that I see are almost in all cases really fine teachers uh, no matter what their intellectual abilities, their social status, or whatever, they're certainly at a point in life, and uh, they uh, have quite a lot to offer. So tonight's, uh, or today's uh, podcast, then, is, is really about the personal benefits of volunteering. Uh, I know from being a, a professor and a teacher for many years uh, in staff development and working with, you know, adults, uh, in uh, different settings, doing different workshops, a whole variety of things. The main principle of adult learning is nobody's going to do anything unless there's something in it for them. And uh, that I think that includes volunteering. It may look noble on the outside that you're doing something for somebody else, but there's something that the person who's volunteering gets out of that as well. Okay? So that's one of the things that uh, we'll get into a little bit tonight uh, and it's this is a, a good thing if you're interested in doing something good for yourself for the new year uh, that could take a lot of effort or a little effort depends upon you how many hours a day or week or month or year that you want to volunteer you can you know pretty much set those parameters many times so some things for you to think about some things for me to think about some people, when we talk about volunteering, they claim that they don't have the time to volunteer. Uh, you know, they, they think that I, I just don't have, I just can't do this in my busy week. And they see it as an activity that, um, uh, as I said before, they, they think that it only benefits others. But the real truth of the matter is the benefits of volunteering on the individual, as, they, as I've experienced and everybody that I know, uh, they're really far-reaching and they can really have dramatic impacts on you. They can have a dramatic impact on your well-being. They can have a dramatic impact on your relationships with other people, how you see other people, how you see yourself. Um, and if you're a younger person volunteering, or I guess even an older person or anywhere in between, it can also have some effect on your career prospects. Uh, some people volunteer to uh, you know, to get experience for a career. Uh, I've never done that uh, personally, and uh, I like to volunteer just for the sake of volunteering. I, I like to kind of keep it just pure, uh, or as pure as it can be. Other people feel it's pure doing that, and they get something out of it. So experience, uh, when you uh, volunteer and your volunteer experience, uh, in terms of something in it for you as an adult learner, besides what you'll learn from the situation on whatever level, it can really look great on a resume and uh, it can help you build friendships uh, with people you didn't know and situations you didn't know and uh, within the community that you live in or a community that you've moved to or maybe you're going to school for four years uh, or six years getting your PhD or something or you know being trained or you're in the military or whatever it is so you are in a new community and uh, you know you can volunteer and you become part of that community you develop a sense of ownership in it 
I've found as a psychologist that uh, when people sometimes are depressed and anxious, particularly depressed, that volunteering uh, can be a very powerful antidote to uh, the mental health issues affecting uh, people like uh, depression, social um, um, anxiety, being around other people, uh, those kinds of things. It can also um, be a very powerful antidote about people who are melancholy, who feel they haven't achieved much or they're not heard, uh, they're, the, whatever they believe in deeply, uh, you know, nobody else cares about. When you volunteer, particularly with something you're passionate about, uh, it feels very good because your passion uh, becomes satiated a little bit that, you know, this is something that you find really important and you're working on, but it also fuels it even more. And um, it makes you many times, you know, tell lots of people about what you're doing in a positive way. And that can be anything from working at the humane shelter, you know, with animals, to AIDS relief or child welfare or working with immigrants or um, dealing with old people, meals on wheels, whatever. Uh, when you feel passionate about a cause, um, it's a good thing and you might find that you owe it to yourself and to the cause to get involved and make sure that your voice is heard with that. Uh, you know. Uh, in terms of volunteering. Many people think that the only way to make a difference is to donate money or to get on the uh, internet and start yelling and screaming at people or to have a better argument or whatever. And you know those things are all important. Uh, being an activist, uh, donating, that's important stuff. But volunteering can be just as helpful if not more so. Uh, if you feel very um, strong about the way that minority groups are treated, let's say minority children uh, or children of minorities, uh, then maybe you want to uh, you know, volunteer at a school, help in the school a lunch program or a breakfast program or a literacy program, those kinds of things. It can be, um, you know, it can be very, very powerful. So money isn't just the only thing. Uh, and uh, it's important if, if that doesn't convince you, you know, what are some other ways that it can help transform your life, make it better? Well, uh, it, it can transform your life by helping others. And this is pretty obvious that when you volunteer, you make a direct impact on the people that are affected by your cause. Uh, and this doesn't, this doesn't matter whether you're doing Meals on Wheels and uh, bringing food to elderly people or taking care of kids, uh, you know, during a church service, uh, 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 working on Habitat for Humanity or making a, you know, a literacy change for somebody and volunteering at the library to help students or old, you know, older people who face literally literacy problems. What you're doing uh, in those situations, you're giving people, other people, the tools and the skills uh, that they may need to create a sustainable future. And this part of helping others is a, a wonderful thing for you as well. You get something back from that, uh, you know, pride in what you're doing, uh, a sense of accomplishment, <clears throat> a sense of uh, spiritual accomplishment, a sense of connectedness with other people. Uh, what's another benefit? Learning something new. 
you you know maybe uh, I mentioned Habitat for uh, for Humanity, or maybe you want to work in a kitchen, but you don't know anything about an industrial kitchen or putting clothing together for people uh, at a at a shelter. You, you just don't know how that operates. Uh, so you can learn a new skill. You can help raise awareness uh, about a cause. And you may raise that awareness in yourself as well. I know I do by uh, doing the pastoral services. Uh, it, it certainly raises my awareness on what people feel about their spiritual life, uh, both positive and negative, uh, in the 21st century. Uh, you know, some people, if they hear pastoral services, they want nothing to do with you. Other people, you know, they'll tolerate you. Uh, they think you're going to do a Billy Graham on them. Uh, and of course, I'm not. Go I'm not doing that. Other people, believe it or not, uh, I had that experience uh, the last week, where I walked in. Some I said pastoral services. I didn't think the person looked like they were going to be too hyped up to speak to somebody. Because in my case, these are all cold calls. This is you know nobody's asking to see you. You're just stopping by to say hi. Uh, the person just said, "I was just praying to God that somebody would come." From the, from the pastoral services and talking. I said, whoa, this is very nice. So uh, that's a very nice thing. It raises your awareness about people, of what their needs are, what, you know, uh, of the cause that you're involved in. It changes the way you see the world uh, very, much, very much so. Uh, maybe you have a, you know, if you work in a hospital setting like I do, I've worked my entire life in that setting, but this is a completely different capacity. Uh, I was the person in charge of things. I was the person who supervised all the staff. The, the units were all the places, or the wards, or the floors were all the places. I was the boss. Now when I come in, I'm that dopey guy coming in, or, or person that you say, who the heck is that stupid guy? You know? And uh, it, I, I think it's very good for me. To, to have a whole different, um, you know, a whole different um, spin on things and uh, see it from uh, a, a different side. I mean, I've always been aware of that, but it, it was something I could just go to and walk away from if I wanted to. Well, here, I, I'm obviously never going to be the boss anymore. I'm not going to be the person in charge. I don't call the treatment mode, you know, the, the treatment plan, or I'm not entitled to any special information <laughs> or treatment or whatever. And I think that's great. Uh, for other people, what you can get out of it is you can get the job that you want. You can find out if, when you volunteer if this is the field for you, or you can transition into maybe some areas um, of a field by volunteering, and um, you can uh, you know get your feet wet. You can see if you like it, and uh, that's a very positive thing. It takes away the stresses and strains, uh, which lead to another important thing about volunteering is that it can improve your physical and your mental health to be sure. Physical activity everybody knows is good for your heart and your health so when you volunteer you, you usually get a good bit of a workout you know you may be taking people to rooms, you may be cooking in the kitchen, you may be running around chasing around kids doing whatever kinds of things but you know you might be doing more uh, or different kinds of physical labor you might be volunteering outside you might have increased exposure to healthy things uh, then on the other hand uh, you know you might be like me <laughs> where the first thing 
that you're tested for, and there's a million disclaimers, but the worst place to, to get better is in a hospital because if there's any place you're going to pick up any kind of illness, it's there. The, the best thing to do with the hospital is to go there, get treated, and get the hell out of it as fast as possible. So where do I wind up volunteering? Uh, I wind up volunteering at the hospital where it's the least healthy place to be. But that's a physical health. For me, the mental health part is the other part. Uh, when I help other people, I experience immense, and I mean immense and immeasurable happiness. And it gives me great joy. It has ever since I've been a little boy, and now I'm an old little boy at 68. So uh, it hasn't changed at all. If anything, uh, it gets, um, I get even happier and I like it even more. So I experience that happiness. I experience, um, uh, you know, uh, less anxiety. I'm very infrequently depressed. Uh, you know, you know, I, I may get anxious about things, but you know, I, I, I don't usually get depressed about things at all. And uh, this, believe it or not, other people might say, well, gee, you work in a hospital or whatever it is, or you work with little kids all day long over sick, or you work with people who can't read, or old people and they live in these crappy apartments and they have no food. Doesn't that depress you? Well, it depends upon your perspective, on your point of view. If you're making a difference, you're changing the world one person at a time. Uh, you know, it, it can be a very, very wonderful, wonderful experience. Uh, so your mental health and your physical health, usually, <laughs> uh, always your mental health probably, but your physical health usually will, will be much better. And that seems to, I, I saw something uh, as I was researching uh, things on volunteering for a friend of mine, and I have it someplace, but I think it says that, well I know it says that the research conducted by uh, the Harvard School of Public Health shows that people who volunteered spent 38% fewer nights in the hospital than non-volunteers. And other studies noted that volunteers had better health, more stamina, and lower, lower stress levels. And uh, hey, that's being a critical thinker. So if you want to do something good for you, as well as somebody else, the volunteering stuff. Volunteering uh, is often of a physical nature too, so people are swinging hammers if they're building homes or repairing things for people, they're trekking through parks or working with energy intensive kids and things like that. So that can be a, a great uh, thing. Uh, the other couple of things that I mentioned before were building community. Uh, when you know, lots of people as they get older or even when they're younger, they don't feel that they're part of the community. So when you volunteer, uh, automatically when you're working towards something you know you become now part of the community it's yours uh, you know you own some of it and that's a good thing uh, lots of people when they volunteer most people uh, something you wouldn't probably expect but you easily make new friends because you're not you're not getting paid for what you're doing you're not competing with anybody for a job and in most cases you're really not taking anybody's job away uh, you know so uh, people kind of like volunteers uh, or they think they're, you know, oh, this do-gooder or whatever it is, they're, they're pretty harmless. Uh, or if you're doing a wonderful job in helping out, they love volunteers and volunteers do a lot of the things that regular staff or whatever uh, people don't, don't like to do. 
And many times when you volunteer, you'll make friends and they'll be friends for the rest of your life because there are people who are passionate like you. They have something in common with you. So that's a wonderful, wonderful advantage. Uh, what's another thing that's great here in terms of uh, volunteering? Well, you develop a sense of personal growth and you break out of your comfort zone. I know for, uh, for many people, you know, you know, maybe they don't like working with children or they don't like working with food or putting on one of those hair nets and looking silly as they have to dole out something, uh, you know, on a daily basis. But it's, it's a good thing. You break out of your comfort zone. You find out that you're still cute and adorable after you take your hairnet off. Okay? Uh, lots of people volunteer also find that they gain more time. They learn how to manage their time better. And they spend less time on wasting things. Uh, wasting their time on silly things because they learn lessons from their volunteering and they seem to become a little bit uh, wiser. Uh, I think the you know one of the other things about volunteering is the benefit of being happy. Um, one of the pieces of research that I found including the thing from Harvard is that researchers at the London School of Economics found that more that the more people volunteered the happier they felt. And, you know, happiness is a hard thing to quantify, uh, but it's probably a combination of the benefits I've been talking about and how, uh, you know, they resonate uh, within each individual in, in, in their own way. Uh, you know, did they make more friends? Did they learn something new? Did they step out of their uh, comfort zone and succeed with it? Are they being more active physically? Were they less depressed? All those things. So being happy is a benefit, and it changes from person to person. So those uh, are a lot of uh, the benefits, uh, you know, that, that, that people, um, uh, you know, can oftentimes, uh, you know, get from, uh, from volunteering. There are other benefits that you can get, too, when you, uh, from volunteering. Uh, you know, there's hit lists of them all over, and uh, I try and compile them. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've put some together that, uh, you know, I, I don't think were, uh, that I spoke about off the top of my head. I want to make sure I didn't uh, miss some of these. One of the things that volunteering does for you, uh, and it can, can keep you motivated, be a wonderful thing for the new year, is it reassesses your strengths and weaknesses. Maybe you're not a people person. Maybe you're not a person who, uh, you know, can function if they're not in charge. Uh, so whatever it is, uh, maybe you don't get outside enough. Maybe you're, you know, maybe you're stuck in the past and, and don't know what's going on uh, in the community. So you can reassess your strengths and weaknesses and you can learn some new things. You get a chance to explore your interests. You also get a chance to strengthen past skills. Like if you did something good and you really know how to do something, maybe you're a great cook or you're a great organizer and uh, you haven't done that in a while you know, to any great shakes. Now they need some volunteers and that, boom, your past skill set comes out and wow, the stuff that I, that I did for 30 years is pretty important, okay? We've already talked about developing new skills and learning something new. But one of the things that you can do, that's a great thing, I know I do this as a professor in school and you know, we do this when you have group projects or um, Vygotsky talks about this and scaffolding and and uh, all kinds of different learning techniques is 
allowing you to become the teacher. You teach somebody else. You have this group kind of or individual mediated learning. You become the teacher you never knew you were. Okay? Maybe maybe most of your life you're the student. You're the person who's being bossed at work. You're the subordinate or whatever it is. Now you're the teacher. Now you're the professor. Now you're the, the chief shizzle. Whatever it is, my dizzle. So uh, you, you get what I'm trying to say to you. It, it helps you broaden your horizons. And other emotional, spiritual things that you get out of this. You strengthen your compassion for other people. You care about other people. You see things from another person's point of view. Uh, it doesn't bother you uh, when you're volunteering if people don't, uh, you know, agree with you uh, or you know are part of your tribe, as it were. It's okay to help you. When somebody's sick, they're sick. It doesn't matter if they like Donald Trump or not. Well, actually, in my case, no, I don't. No, I'm teasing with you. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're a sick person or. They're a little kid who can't read or whatever it is. Okay? Uh, that can help you develop these new interpersonal skills. These kind of things can help you achieve a new or strengthened sense of purpose. And that's, I think, very good when you're very young. I think that's good if you're in middle age and you're kind of getting a little cynical. And at my age, uh, where I'm in the infancy of my old age, I think it's fantastic to have uh, a strengthened sense of purpose. And in sometimes it's a new sense of purpose in a different direction. And that's very important. So you're not stuck in the past. You're not just living for the moment, but you have a sense of purpose. You think of the future as well in a positive way. So you have a brighter outlook on your life. And when you put all those things together, with be you know learning new skills, having new friends, a uh, sense of purpose, becoming a teacher, blah 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 blah. What do you get? Automatically, you won't even know it, but you increase your self-esteem and your self-confidence. And when you're trying new things, since you're meeting new people, you develop a new support system through the people that you meet through volunteering. So maybe the support system before that have been some of your friends at your former job, some of the people in your neighborhood, your family members, maybe some acquaintances you have over the years, you know, the normal friendships that people may have. Sometimes they get a little stale or repetitive or people don't really care as much due to the fact that they know you for 30 years uh, about what your you know, ideas are, what you really, you know, they've heard it a million times. Now you have new people, a new, something new you're working on, and you have a new support system that you've been volunteering. So that's, uh, you know, that's very exciting. That can improve your physical health and it can improve, as I said before, your mental health and give you greater happiness uh, in a spiritual sense, in an existential sense. Uh, and since this podcast is about mind, body, and spirit, uh, this one thing that you're doing, it, it doesn't get any better than that. Now, when you put all those things together, the uh, you know there's an interrelated there's an interrelatedness between mind, body, and spirit. When you have this improvement in your physical health, when you have this improvement in your mental health, you have a more spiritual or more positive spiritual or existential um, uh, point of uh, view on things, experiencing greater happiness. 
what does that do? Uh, you can expect a healthier and longer life expectancy when you're a regular volunteer. Well, life may not dole that out to you, but in most cases, uh, that's going to happen. That's going to be that's what's in it for you. All those things, the things I mentioned before, and most likely a healthier and longer life expectancy when you're a regular volunteer. Now, that's the best. That's the best thing since sliced bread, isn't it? Now you can volunteer for an hour a week. You can volunteer for two hours a week. You can set your schedule for twenty hours a week, with you know, depending upon the place that you're going to. People are very flexible. Uh, volunteer uh, programs, uh, organizations are very careful to mix and match you uh, in areas that are safe for you and safe for the people that you're volunteering on <laughs> or volunteering with. Uh, you know, so uh, it's a wonderful thing. Well, we're coming right up around the 30-minute mark, and I don't like to go too much longer than that because I'm probably putting you to sleep. I hope not. Uh, again, I hope for those uh, of you who celebrated Christmas like I do, you had a wonderful, healthy, and blessed Christmas with your family and friends and loved ones and uh you know, uh, some of the things that I threw out there on, and other people have on podcasts uh, were maybe a little tiny drop of help to you uh, if there were a couple of rough spots. Uh, and if you didn't have any rough spots, pass them along. Uh, let me know if you'd like to be on the uh, podcast uh, in 2019. Uh, uh, let me know any of your uh, comments that you have. I'll be doing some different things in 2019 along with the podcast. I plan on doing some YouTube um, I have a YouTube website and some interrelated things with uh, quite a few things, including some uh, some interesting stuff on providing services for some personal growth and development uh, in a very creative manner. So I'm looking forward to some fun things uh, with all of you. If you have any messages, please leave them. If you uh, you know like to contact uh, me by email, it's s. Wangland, that's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com where you can hit the message button on the podcast. And you can also find my uh, Twitter site, Stanley Wangland. It's just at S. Wangland. And that's pretty easy. Any, uh, any other things uh, that will be going on, I'll be uh, keeping you posted. I'll be in touch with you before the New Year's uh, with another podcast, uh, but for some reason, if we don't connect... I hope you had the most wonderful 2018, and I hope that you're going to have a wonderful, healthy, exciting, and blessed 2019. So peace and love to you, all your families, and loved ones. This is Stan Wanglin talking about mind, body, and spirit. Catch you next time.